Hi, everyone. I wanted to share with you a brand that I'm working with. It's called Home Medics. Home Medics believes empowered wellness leads to living your best life. They believe that self-care is the purest form of health care and that feeling good and the power of prevention can have exponential impact. Let me tell you about my favorite Home Medics product that's called The Drift. The Kinetic Sand Table is a statement piece that makes your living space look as amazing as it makes you feel. Allow Drift Kinetic Art to increase relaxation, ignite creativity, boost your mood, and enhance focus whenever it suits you. The thing that I really love and enjoy about my Drift by Home Medics is the fact that it is elevating my office space. As a licensed marriage and family therapist, we have to create a space that exemplifies the mood that we want to have. Home Medics is where technology and innovation meet. They deliver peace of mind at the touch of a button. Nothing to do but breathe in wellness. <sighs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Relationship Chronicles. I'm your host, Nina Westbrook. I'm so excited to be sharing this mini series with you. This mini series is brought to you by Do Tell Conversation Card Game. This season, you might notice something a little different about the way we start each episode. The holidays to me means connection, gathering with loved ones and friends. So what better way to start off each episode than with a game of Do Tell Conversation Card Game? Do Tell is a fun and exciting way to connect with your loved ones, your spouse, your family members, your friends. It's your chance to share meaningful connections, talk about some of the nitty gritty things that we don't really get to on a daily basis, and have fun exploring and learning new things about the people you love the most. Visit dotellcardgame.com and use the code RelationshipCronPod15 for 15% off your first Dotell purchase. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Relationship Chronicles with Nina Westbrook. I'm your host, and today I have the other Westbrook joining me again. That is Russell Westbrook. Thank you. Thank you for having me back once again. I'm excited. Well, we have in store today. So thank you. You know what we should do? Just saying your full name like that, Russell Westbrook. It's you know, tongue. everybody botches your name because it's a tongue twister. Can you say Russell Westbrook three times fast? You? No, you. Can you even <laughs> say it? Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it's okay. Long that's you, your favorite thing. As long thing as you is... know how to say it, that's all that matters. <laughs> I don't ever say Russell Westbrook. That's true. But, um, okay. So this season, uh, last season, I know you were on and we did this or that questions, which you did good. Mm -hmm. But this season we're playing Do Tell. And because you are my actual spouse in real life, we should play Do Tell's Couples Edition. You will be the first one playing Do Tell's do tell couples edition. Okay. So just and like so, a normal yeah. date night. Exactly. Okay. So <laughs> you can pick Let's a card. That. Are you going to pick from the spice things up deck or the keep it cool deck? No, no, no. We here to spice things up. Okay. We keep it cool another time. Can I shuffle or I got to pick the top card? You can pick any card. I don't know if you need to shuffle. We don't have that much time. So Okay. I'll pick this one. Just pick Random. one. Uh, what steps can we take 
to break undesirable family cycles. Oh, wow, that's spicy. You, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's super do you, spicy. Do you, okay, it's okay. Though. Okay, so this is this is the rules of the game. I'm or you okay. can pick a, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick a one good deed deck. Because I don't even, we don't have time for you to answer that question. It's a long answer. I know. Okay. Pick a one good deed thing so I can get something out of this deal. Well, that's normal. Oh, yeah. One good deed. Plan a spontaneous date. See? I can do that. I knew I would get something out of it. But now you have to pick another card. Okay. So I get a date out of it, and you still have to pick another card. All right. I'll pick another I'm card. I'm excited. <sighs> Day night on me. And the time, we have a time limit. It's within the next month. Okay. How do you feel about trying new things sexually? And what boundaries <laughs> do you have around experimentation? <laughs> I don't want to play this you, game. <laughs> well, why you don't want to play? You you created it. This is normal. You picked that deck. <laughs> I'm just picking from the cards. This is what I have. Okay, no, I don't want to hear your answer to that. Yeah. You're gonna uh, pick another one good deed, and then I'm what? gonna pick a question. This is crazy. This no, is ridiculous. Like you like, pick the, the worst questions. cards. We're not doing uh, that. Okay, another good deed that you get. <laughs> Watch your partner, your partner's favorite movie or TV show with them. <gasps> oh. That's every day. No, but you complain every day. No. So now you have to just do it gleefully. Okay, okay. let me do let me pick one. Wow, you picked the worst cards. I for, thought they were great, actually. They are great. They're great but, cards. But that's like the whole point of the game. It's like an intimate conversation card well, question. I'm gonna go keep it cool because <laughs> I'm learning from your thing. Okay, good. What is your favorite thing about being in a relationship with me and why? Okay. Favorite. Whoa. I should be answering that question. So okay. I'm going to say with you. I like it. I think my favorite thing about being in a relationship with you is like, I feel like you're just, I love how committed you are to making sure our relationship is successful. I'm going to just put it right here. Okay. Here. You want to hold it? I'll put it back. Um, I think I, that's the, my favorite part of being, like you work really hard to be good at everything you do, and that includes our relationship. And it works. I like that. Okay. Like that. Since you, we spent a lot of time there, we're going to move on. Okay. But it was fun, right? Was, it was great. I was trying to get... I uh, got a spontaneous date out of it, and you have to watch a show with me yeah. of my choice. Okay. I Couldn't it. have worked out any better than that. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to start off with your history. Okay. A little history about you as it pertains to the holidays. Ooh. What were the holiday, like, what was the holiday season or the holidays like for you growing up as a kid? Holiday season uh, was exciting. I look forward to family time. Family is the most important thing to me. Um, so Thanksgiving, having all the family around, good food, good cooking, look forward to um, enjoying and embracing those times. Christmas is always fun because as a kid, you look forward to seeing what Gifts you asked Santa for at the time. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, overall, uh, I'll just look forward to having that time to have everybody over or we go to 
um, auntie or uh, uncle's house to be able to hang out and hang with my cousins. Hang with and, all the cousins. Yeah. So it was a fun around. time. And we get to see, oh, you got a new jersey. Oh, you got a new bike. Oh, I got new clothes. All you got new to video show games. off all the new stuff you got. Exactly. So every time we got some of Christmas, I was a thousand percent wearing it or taking it with me to wherever else we went to show my cousins, whoever else that we got new things. So I look forward to kind of doing that. <laughs> I feel like that's every kid. That's, yeah, it was, it was, that's good. Um, when did you finally realize that Santa was not a thing? Um, I finally realized at one time my mom and dad were um, were wrapping gifts. Normally, like during the Christmas, they always, holiday season, Christmas time, they always close the door, close the door. Uh, we always, like, me and my brother, we'd been playing a video game, not paying no mind, whatever. My dad would be playing with us, so we never really paid no minds, go to sleep. You know, ooh, can't wait to go to sleep quickest possible New Year's Eve, I mean, Christmas Eve. Oh, Santa's so you were gifts. sneaking, you were creeping around. And I got up. Ruined it for yourself. Got up. Being nosy. I mean, I heard something. I thought somebody was, you know, maybe somebody was Santa. in the house. I thought Santa was here <laughs> dropping off the cookies in the milk. I, mean, I don't want to no, miss it. No, picking up the cookies. Did you leave cookies in milk? No way. Um, I did not. Uh, yeah. But then I saw my mom and dad putting all the gifts and bringing the bike out. And I was like, Oh, wow. There's Santa. Wow. My mom and dad. So annoying. Well, there's a Santa Claus. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's Mrs. Claus and Santa Claus. Yep. Okay. Um, do you have like do you remember any specific traditions that you feel were important to you um to implement in our family or with our kids? Um, I think a big thing, um, and I kind of re- reverted back to Christmas uh, because it's, I remember vividly just, um, and I think we ch- I try to do it when I'm able to be here for Christmas, is like uh, the first thing you do when you get up is go straight to the tree. I think like when we were, when I was younger, we would wait, like we would like get up and the first thing we didn't want to eat, I didn't want to brush my teeth most of the time. Just get up. That doesn't surprise me. No, whatever. Uh, get up and just have pajamas on. Don't change. And just go right to the tree, start opening gifts. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, hopefully we can continue that tradition with our kids and implement some of your traditions as well as mine and bring them together and the kids can, you know. You mean opening gifts right away? Yeah. It's so funny. Like, as an adult, when the kids come down and they're so excited... And I'm like, it can wait. <laughs> no, it How can't. annoying. Because I remember being that kid yeah, my, and like so excited. And I'm like, nope, I got to get my coffee. Yeah, I'm, like, wait, I'm wait, taking wait. my time. Mm-mm. So mean now thinking about it in that, yeah. you know, in that regard. So, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll brush our teeth after. I'll have coffee after. Yeah. We open presents. No, you brush your teeth. The kids don't have to. You need to brush yours. <laughs> so get up early, brush my teeth, and have my coffee. The kids are 100% going to be up before us. So we have to make sure that. So I just can't brush my teeth then. Unfortunately, <laughs> you need to. <laughs> don't try to act like I have sneaky morning breath. I mean, no. Actually, you're fine. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're good. But. I do. I would not go downstairs without brushing my teeth like that. It's just us and the kids. I mean, I don't care. One day the kids are going to start to say if our breath sinks. Like, they don't right now. 
But one day they're going to be like, mommy, yeah. your breath stinks. Or daddy, your breath stinks. And, you and I don't want to be that. I don't want to be there for that moment. I'm just going to make sure I always brush my teeth in the morning. Okay. Before I see them. Even on Christmas Day. I like that. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about us. Okay. This is going to be fun. Okay. Um, do you remember the first holiday we spent together? And what was that like with our family dynamics and just like starting new traditions? That's a loaded question. Yeah. Uh, first holiday. <laughs> Man. This is bad. Do you remember? I know. I'm trying to remember. Um, I, I, um, here, let me think with you. Just us two together as when we're living with each other or we were before then? Um, let's say when we were living together. So that would be in Oklahoma. Um. <laughs> Was it Thanksgiving? Was that the supposed one? supposed to be. No, was that the one? No, that um, that was. It wasn't. Mm -mm. That was our first. Yes, it was. <laughs> okay, so. Mm -mm. So what was our first holiday together? Okay, so maybe this is a bad question. No, just, just give a, an just answer of an example of a, one of our first holidays together. Like, uh, how was it? I mean, I really, um, I would say. I, I, I'm going to jump I in. I would enjoy it. I, I'm going to tell you what I enjoy first. Wait, let me tell you what, <laughs> what I really enjoy. Okay, go, go. Thanksgiving is when you. Oh, my gosh. What? You I'm going to go first. No, no, no. Yes. Uh, okay, sure. Okay. I I think that for us, once we moved in, right. our first holiday was probably more of a learning experience. Yeah. Than anything else, trying to navigate like the holidays, just like they were so important to you, spending time with your family. I essentially had the same kind of upbringing where, right. you know, my favorite time, even more so than Christmas as a kid, was. Um, Thanksgiving, or maybe as an adult, I did like presents as a kid, but Thanksgiving to me, outside of what everything else that it is, it's just a time for family to gather and eat, yeah. which eating and gathering was such an important part of my upbringing with my family. And so that as an adult is nice also, because you don't have to worry about gifts and all of that. I'm not a gift giver. You love giving gifts. We had to put limits on how many Christmas presents we would get other people, right? Because we did. It, we did. you would I didn't, get, I didn't, you know, it took me a while to agree to, to seven that. presents per person in both of our entire families, which is unacceptable. And now we're at a one to two gift limit. We are compromise. I don't buy anyone gifts, I don't even get gifts. Like, because you get so many gifts, I don't buy gifts anymore for any. I don't even buy gifts for our own kids <laughs> because you were the gift man. I'm, I just put my name on it, please. And 
everyone's happy. But I think that trying to navigate that first holiday together was tricky because we both wanted to do what we were accustomed to doing. Yeah. Um, and we had two separate families that we were very much so. There were no kids. Um, no mm-hmm. one had to come to us. No one cared to come to us that deeply because we didn't have cute little kids running around for them to see, right? It was just us. Like, they had to come solely because we wanted them to, yeah. which was a challenge because we were living in Oklahoma at the time. You were unable to travel and get away. So there was a lot of convincing of family members to come join us for yeah. the holidays that caused conflict and... um it was starting new traditions for everyone. So I think that we really had to get on the same page after maybe a disastrous first holiday together as to how we were going to navigate all of the dynamics of family, us trying to start our new traditions on our own and also how to stay true to old traditions with both of our families, which I think a lot of people kind of struggle with at first or have to kind of go through the experience and figure out what works well for them as a couple versus um, what doesn't work. I would agree. I don't know if that was our first. I think that was our first holiday. No, I don't know. Living together. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. But okay, go ahead about your what you were gonna say. You know, what you I'm want me say. to cook. You know it. You know what I answer already. I'm glad you know. But yes, I do remember those fond <laughs> memories of you <laughs> going down in the kitchen, and everything was magically delicious. I'm gonna. I'm a good cook. I get it from my mama. Mom's a great cook. You're a great cook. You asked my mom. I have. I am. I'm going to do it again. All the time. Yeah, you have. It's ongoing. Where you ask my mom to make you food. You have like a... Come on, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear you it. believe other people just want to do things for you. You believe that people just want to do things for you. It's like a... An intrinsic belief that you hold. It's not just for me. It's for everybody to eat good food. Like, you cook so well. Why not use your talents to be able to share with everybody? No. See? That's how I look at it. What about you asking my mom to make you food? Well, your mom made you, so she is the originator of, of the great cooks in your family. I'm just saying, it's so funny. Like, I cannot believe you really asked my mom to make you food all the time. For all of us. <laughs> we all enjoy it. No, my mom is an excellent cook. She, she has is. her things. And she loves that you ask her to make food because she likes the validation of knowing that everyone loves her food. Yep. Like, she'll be like, hmm. like, if you ask her to do anything, she will be thrilled. And I think that's why you get away with asking people for things all the time. I feel like you think because everybody wants to do it that you should just keep asking. No, I, I mix it up. If I'm home, oh, it's going down. So you need to cook something too. I'm considering doing like everyone in the kitchen for Christmas and cooking this year. Oh, everyone in the kitchen. Oh, as mean. long as you commit to cleaning up. 
you always clean anyways. Yeah, but no, for like seriously, I'll do it, but I'm not cleaning everything myself. I may barely clean. Okay. I like this. It's a good compromise. Deal. Okay. What are we doing? A little shaky shake. Bam. Little pinky promise. Yes. Now I gotta. I told my mom. I already right. told my mom. I already told my mom about it too. Okay. I was already thinking ahead. I love this. I'm very excited about the holidays. I'm excited. No, I'm you even see? more excited. Hey, look I know. What I candle see. is that? I see that. It's a nice candle. You don't know what candle that is? No, the name of it. I mean, I could take a guess, but I don't. I'm not sure. It's my favorite candle. The smell. The candle itself and the smell. The smell. The smell. The whole, I know. As a the, whole, the name of the brand maybe not so much. I mean, I've I been getting these candles for years. Well, then maybe I know it since like we probably moved in together. Every holiday season, it's the same candle. Michelle, you I'm don't know what the candle is. Yes, you are. You're home. I'm in and out. Or maybe it's a it's a the holiday nest. Yeah, you knew that. I knew that. I did. I didn't want to say the wrong answer, but I knew that. It's the holiday nest candle. Yeah. And it smells so Delish. good. Yeah. <laughs> you got that word from me. <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. You already talked about your 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 holiday, your idea holiday. Oh, this is a good question. What's the best gift you ever received? Uh, during the holidays, the best gift a tough one yeah it's a lot of santa claus gifts and oh no a lot of gifts because like you know it's like i don't know that's a tough question no just answer what's the no, your no. are you not answering because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings no i'm just going to tell you this is my thought process like okay it's like different points in my life where just my parents and then i got with you favorite than the kids just pick a gift. No, I don't. I can't pick one favorite. But do you have a favorite person? A favorite person? Yeah. What do you mean a favorite person? <laughs> to protect us to what? Life. <laughs> do you have a favorite person? Like <laughs> I'm so confused. So you're just not gonna pick a gift? My favorite gift. I'll, I'll probably tell you. I recall. Just keep jumping into my head. Is I remember getting uh, this bike uh, with pegs on the front and the back. Uh, I've wanted a bike for like a very, very long time. Um, and I we I never had a bike. And and I was like, you know, I've been asking for this bike, silver bike. And I ended up getting it for Christmas. Um, and I was super excited about that. I remember that. How long did you keep the bike? I had it for a long time. Um, took good care of it. Yeah, yeah, I took care of it. I lock it up. I used to ride it to school. Um, I had it for a while. Had it so for a while, I rusted up on my balcony. Then it got messed up, but I had it for a while. That's look it. That yeah. was a beautiful answer. Yeah. How like that was harmless? You of did course. it. Good job. Thank you. That's a great answer. Like great childhood memory answer. It was one. Okay. Now we're gonna go a little bit deeper. Let's talk about how we managed to how many years in. How many holidays in? 
stay connected and together (laughs) through the holiday hustle and bustle, all the chaos, all the family dynamics, where are we going to go here? Who's going there? Who's coming here? What are we doing? All of it. I think it's, I think it's actually very easy for us because I think we have the same kind of core values around holidays, family, most important. And we like to, I think, entertain and have people around. I like to entertain. Yeah, you do, but good food. I'm fighting with you right now. Yeah. Over Friendsgiving. Yeah, yeah. You don't want me to have a Friendsgiving. It's not, but that's not the case. Hi, everyone. I wanted to share with you a brand that I'm working with. It's called Home Medics. Home Medics believes empowered wellness leads to living your best life. They believe that self-care is the purest form of health care and that feeling good and the power of prevention can have exponential impact. Let me tell you about my favorite Home Medics product. It's called The Drift. The Kinetic Sand Table is a statement piece that makes your living space look as amazing as it makes you feel. Allow Drift Kinetic Art to increase relaxation, ignite creativity, boost your mood, and enhance focus whenever it suits you. The thing that I really love and enjoy about my Drift by Homedics is the fact that it is elevating my office space. As a licensed marriage and family therapist, we have to create a space that exemplifies the mood that we want to have. Home Medics is where technology and innovation meet. They deliver peace of mind at the touch of a button. Nothing to do but breathe in wellness. <sighs> so you do want me to have a Friendsgiving? Mm, Friendsgiving, maybe, maybe not. And Thanksgiving, it's like a lot of things happening. Maybe too much. So you but, don't want me to have a Friendsgiving? I don't know. Back to my answer. <laughs> I believe that we have the same core values and we all, we both like to have our families together. We both to like to do pretty much the same thing. So I think when it's time each year, when it's time for holiday season, it's not hard for us to like figure out, come together and be like, okay, Thanksgiving is going to be here. It's going to be either... Over here, we're cooking, we're making this, we're making that. Now, the only discrepancy is who's cooking. That's the only thing I have a question over. But even no matter where we've been, uh, you know, we haven't always been in L.A., but it's great to be here. But Oklahoma, wherever we've been, it's been very easy to kind of figure out. So I think nothing, nothing abnormal for us. No, I because it's not like that by accident. Yeah. I think that any time and like any stressful situations, but especially during the holidays, you know how I am. I'm planning a ton of stuff. (laughs) I'm hosting a lot of events that sometimes you try to talk me out of. And I get stressed out. I get overwhelmed. But you check in with me more. You're always asking what can I do to help? And we also do a really good job of, um, um, what is it, divvying up or dividing the responsibilities. Um, For example, I take care of the food and invites. You take care of the presents or the activity. you definitely pick out the wine. That for sure. All the time. 
And then your hostess with the most, host with the most during the event. You're cleaning up, you eat last, you get the kids their food, and you make sure everyone has what they need. You pour, make sure everyone has a drink, and then you eat after that. I always have to yell at you to eat after the fact. So we, I feel like we work well as a team. Like I'm getting all the preparation and like you're carrying out day of and making sure we have gifts and all of those things, yeah. right? That's why, that's how we stay connected. We communicate and we rely on each other and yeah. support each other. And checking in is a big thing. I agree. I usually don't even have anything for you to do when you check in. Because, you know, I like to do things on my own. But it said, makes is, me... That brings me to my next point. I do believe that there's like a healthy balance of like, I would say not just trial and error for us. It's like over the years, like, because sometimes my check-in can be, as you just mentioned, can be something you may think I'm, you know, <laughs> over your shoulder trying to be in your way um, <laughs> instead of actually checking in. But I do think there's that's the growth that we've had over, you know, each year understanding that and me expressing like, hey, I'm just asking to figure out how I can help. And I think that is made everything a lot more smoother and easier and took some stress off your plate, a lot mm-hmm. less stuff on your shoulders to be able to do so. Mm-hmm. It's been good. Practice makes almost perfect. Almost, almost. In this particular area. Yeah. Okay, so do you have any advice or anything to add to the partner of a planner or um, someone in your position where I have all these ideas. I want to host all of these people. I want to bring our families together, but things can become a little overwhelming sometimes and tricky. And then I'm burnt out. Do you have any like advice for people who are in your position? Yeah. How to help support their partner through the holidays? Yeah, I would say the number one thing is to listen and not react immediately. I would say the biggest mistake that the either myself or your partner can do is listen and react and comment and give suggestions immediately instead of actually listening and understanding and then maybe come back later, a couple of hours tomorrow next day to discuss how you can help or be a part or say, Hey, this may be a little too much or give suggestions. Then I would say, listen and don't react immediately. That'd be my biggest, biggest suggestion. I love that. That's really good. Yeah. You're very wise. You know, and questions. I feel like asking questions, getting clarification is good. Don't yeah. ask too many questions. Yeah, I'm about to say where that's, it becomes that's a, that's annoying. A, that's a slippery slope. Yeah, don't be too like that's annoying. Why I say you wait, just listen. <laughs> Get wait. as much information, information as you can. Understand what's happening and then make come an back assessment. Later. Come back later, then you can ask questions. Hello. Don't ask questions immediately. <laughs> it's not a good idea. <laughs> just saying. I think that's an us thing. No, I think it's a no. I think it's it's a, a, it's a, a lot of people kind of deal with that. I believe so. If if somebody's spouse, you don't want to be in the way, 
Yeah, has an idea. It's like training. Like, you know, like, if you're training someone for a new position, you know it's going to pay off. It's going to be really good after the fact. Right. But training them for the position actually takes a lot more work. Yeah. And it's a lot less helpful to you when you're in it, when you need someone to come and take some stuff off your plate. You're like having to invest mm-hmm. on the front end. And so like when someone is asking you a million questions about something when you don't have a lot of time and you're trying to get through it, that can be annoying. Agreed. So I like that. Listen. Collect. Assess. Assess. And then respond in a meaningful way. Timing is everything. Timing. Timing? When is it a good time to have a good conversation? When is it a good time to, Just it depends. Like if you... um, your partner, long day, kids, work. There's a lot of things that's happening. <laughs> like sometimes it may not be the time to to react or ask questions about something. So just timing, maybe end of the day when in the bed or at dinner, something that's very chill and calming where there can be a wow. great conversation. I like I. It's so crazy because we don't talk about these things often. Like every day, we don't yeah. talk about all of the work essentially that we've done and all the data we've collected along yeah. the years <laughs> and how it actually plays out in our life. We're just kind of living our life yeah. and implementing little things that we learn along the way, but without any big, like, it's not like an essay. There's no outline um, in our brains nah. um, as to how we operate and how we do things. We kind of just roll with the punches, try something. It doesn't work. Adjust, um, try something different. Okay. That landed. Maybe I'll do this again Mm -hmm. or more often. And it's just like a continuance of gathering information, assessing, and then reacting all the time. So when we sit here and we have these conversations, right. which is so I love talking to you in general, but it's so fun to talk to you in this type of setting because I feel like um, I'm catching up on all of the things we've learned right. and you're putting it in such a concise way that really resonates with me. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what that is. And so it's nice to like see what happens when we can sit down and just have like a normal conversation. I love it. <laughs> normal. <laughs> it's kind of normal, semi normal. Um, what are you most looking forward to this holiday season with the kids? Um, I, I every year as I get older, I like just look forward to like just seeing them, what they like, what they don't like. I always like to see their their growth as they every holiday season what they look forward to because every year has kind of been different for them like mm-hmm. different places. Uh, so, oh my gosh! Yeah, so it's like been different always for them. Like here, totally. there, in this place, in that place. So like being home, uh, and I'm being home, and we bring home together. I'm interested in kind of seeing their, you know how they react and what they look forward to. So mm-hmm. should be should be fun. Wow. See what I mean? Like, that is so crazy. Our kids, they mm. have had... The girls are what, five? Yeah. Um, They've had Christmas in L.A. 
in D.C., in Mexico, mm-hmm. maybe in L.A. again. L.A. Mm-hmm. Here. Houston. Did we do Christmas in Houston? Yep. We had Christmas trees. I don't know if we were in Houston for Christmas. Either way, you're 100% right. It's like a new adventure for them every year. Mm-hmm. And they're, you're right. They're so different. Um, but I love the fact that I think the tradition and the lessons that they're learning are less about where they are or what they're doing. It's more about who they're with, Mm -hmm. which is their family. Sometimes Christmas is like giant Christmas trees and lots of presents. And sometimes it's just us in together um, making memories someplace else with small, tiny Christmas trees. And sometimes it's just the five of us, you know? And so that's really cool. Before we wrap things up, I want to ask a parent, a question for all of the parents. All right. I'd love to gain your insight regarding the holidays, parenting, Christmas presents, the excess of giving, money being spent on holiday decor and Christmas lights. And like in terms of like parents who are looking to simplify or keep things in perspective for the kids, how do you navigate that? Like, how do you as a parent keep the kids grounded and manage their expectations and help them to understand what the holidays for really you nice. are really and and so many people around the world are really about because some people the holidays are a difficult time for some people because maybe they're just experienced loss or they're missing loved ones yeah. or they don't have presents and big families or um, meals to kind of come together. Um, I feel like our kids, even though things are different for them um, every year, they're they're so accustomed to having all of these things. So how do you keep them grounded and understanding that this is not what this means, this season means for everyone? I think a couple of things. I think, um, one, it's not easy to do. Uh, just... Uh, frankly speaking, being in position, blessed to be able to kind of have access to many different things. But I think as the kids get older, one thing that um, I think we talked about a little before is just, uh, which you and I are both are big on, is community give back and understanding uh, my background, your background, and to make sure our kids understand during these times, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas, whatever holiday it may be, or whether it's just a normal day, um, that um, there are other people, families, kids that are not able to have access to the things that you guys have um, and finding things, finding ways so they understand Christmas and holidays is about, not about them and not about, it's about giving back to other people that are in need. And I think the moment that we can continue to instill that in 
their heads and their brains that family is important, being around your loved ones, but don't take family for granted because everybody don't have an opportunity to be able to um, have their families and have access to travel and go different places for Christmas and understanding that um, value, that value giving back. And to me, that is, as a parent, a goal of mine because I want to make sure that they understand, like, you know, yes, I love to give gifts. I want the kids to have everything. You know, we work so hard to be able to give them access to everything, um, but also understanding, like, hey, this is not the daily thing. Every Christmas will not be like this, but understanding and valuing the core things of giving back and, and obviously family. So That's a really great way to put it. I feel like, and I I do think we do our best to make sure that they understand these things. And they're still so young. Yeah, I think exactly. that's another part of it. Um, Noah's six and the girls are going to be five or the girls are five. And um, they don't really go a lot of places. They don't really do like, you, you, there's always an event, whether it be with pertaining to you or me, there's always something going on. Um, you're flying here, there, lots of local events. Um, and the kids, we always take the kids to, They the kids never go. They don't go to like a bunch of things, right? Um, but we always make sure they go to all of our foundation events and like our Christmas drive with the kids or our Thanksgiving um, turkey and meal drives where we're giving meeting families in the community and um, serving them um, meals and fun dinners and having activities for the kids to play and giving them Christmas gifts um, or, or going to the school, the Why Not Academy and giving out gifts there and interacting with the teachers and the students on campus. Um, those are always the activities that we choose to involve the kids in. Um, it's hard to know when and where to put them in different environments because we want them to have like a normal, um, as you know, like a, 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 as normal as an upbringing as possible. So putting them in situations where, you know, it's not really... I don't know. I feel like putting them in situations where they can be grounded and connect with other people and learn healthy habits of wanting to be of service and give back to the community is um, one of the big ways we do that. Um, And then as they get older and can understand more, we can help them um, choose their own experiences and ways in which they want to give back and be of service. So, I mean, and they're, they're younger, but I think that's why I like, even from my own personal experience, that's why I like, I like giving gifts to people. Like I like to see other people happy and like enjoy stuff because when I was younger, just as kind of what I was accustomed to doing and not, we didn't have a lot, but I used to like, you know, I said, I mean, I said, we said, uh, get our cans and take them to the can nickels, whatever it costs to use it and get cans and help people pick up cans and different things. So like, I am accustomed to like giving gifts and I like mm-hmm. to give people things to see them happy, whether if they want them or not, 
you know, I'm I'm accustomed to giving people. Yeah, you gifts, learn that, like, like you know, what I'm I, saying. So I remember you often talk about your mom and how yeah. she used to give so much of her yeah, time. Yeah. Um, to helping other people, elderly people in the neighborhood, taking them food, helping them clean their homes or whatever the case may be, and taking you along with her in order to do those things. And so you're kind of continuing the tradition of that with our kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. I think just it goes a lot more than giving gifts, but you understand and value different things and people's perspective, as you mentioned, and kind of how they live and what's important in, in life in general. So hopefully as the kids get older, we continue teaching them great values and core values of what the holiday season actually really means. So I love that. I think um I'm happy with where we are right now. And um just to kind of wrap everything up and bring this beautiful conversation to a close. I think that at the end of the day, the holidays can be a challenging time. Mm -hmm. It could be an exciting time. It could be a sad time. It could be a happy time. Um, It could be a stressful time for sure. Uh, Whether it's happy and stressful or sad and stressful, I feel the stress is like pretty consistent. Um, And to me, what that means is understanding that everybody's different. You don't know what other people are going through and experiencing in the holiday hustle and bustle of things. There's lots of, um, you know, chaos and just have grace for other people. Have grace for yourself. Check on people. Don't forget about your community um, ask for help, reach out for help if you need help and just be like a beacon of light Mm -hmm. and knowing that we're all going through something and let me not add to that. Let me shift my perspective and figure out how I can be of service, um, to someone else that can, in a way that can help make this difficult time for a lot of us, um, a little bit easier or memorable or special. Before we leave, is there anything that you want to share? Do you want to talk about the Why Not Foundation at all or um, any upcoming events that you would like to make people aware of? Yeah, I think, um, for one, the foundation, um, very big. Throughout the year, but especially during the holiday season, uh, every year, and to kind of fast forward during Christmas time, as we mentioned earlier, like we go back to um, Westbrook Academy um, down in the inner city as well, and uh, go to the school Christmas drive, finding ways to be able to see what those kids need um, at that school. Um, we like to partner with um, different, different corporations, brands. Or whatever that can help, whether it's Jordan Brand, whatever that may be, to give shoes, backpacks, whatever. Books, different things. That's Toiletries. To, Toiletries, toy drive, whatever that may be, uh, to be able to help. And um, those things we do as a foundation that, you know, I'm proud of. I know that you are proud of. And we'll continue doing that the holiday season. So. so if anyone would like to 
participate in any of these events, whether it's sponsorship or donating or yeah. any or attending um, because they're open. Some of the events are open events. Um, where can they find more information? Yeah, um, on the foundation website, uh, why not foundation? Um, I want to say dot com or dot org, but uh, we'll put it in the description. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, information there to who get in contact to anybody that wants to help come and donate, um, be a part of the family and help give back in any way they can. Uh, it's very greatly appreciated. And yeah, so that's where you can find it. Amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it. <laughs>